This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I uh, am doing well. I perhaps ill-advisedly ate a big burrito right before we did this, so I'm feeling a yeah. little a little sluggish. I had uh, uh, burritos beforehand as well. <laughs> Multiple burritos. Well, these were small. They were kind of more like, I don't know, taquitos, but not as small as a taquito. Yeah. It was but a casserole, I, Tim. It was a burrito casserole. You know how I love casseroles. I know you love casseroles. Can I confide in you, Tom? Is this a safe space? Yeah, just between me and you. I don't care for taquitos. Yeah, I'm not crazy about them, but I'll take them if you got know. any. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would I take I don't, them. I don't think that that's a crazy thing to say, Tim. I think, uh, you know, taquitos aren't that popular. You don't see them in that many places. No, and I only see uh, them in like the frozen section of yeah. uh, grocery stores, and then I get them home, and they're not they're not good. They yeah. always trick me. I always think they'll be good. All the ingredients. This is one of those things. The ingredients are all good. I like I like every. <laughs> it's less than the sum of its parts. Well, it sounds like part of the problem might be that you're buying frozen taquitos uh, and probably just sticking them in the microwave, Tim. And there's only so good. Although I will say, I. Like on a whim, got a frozen burrito uh, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and for like the first time in my life, had the the forethought of like, oh, I'll, I want a burrito, but not too badly right now. I'm gonna cook it in the oven instead of the microwave. It, th- this thing had to bake in the oven at like I don't know, <laughs> it had to cook it at like 110 degrees for three hours or something insane. Um, but by the no, I think it was it was like 200 degrees for like 40 minutes, though. It was crazy. Um, maybe 250. Anyway, uh, cooked it and ate it. It was delicious. It tasted so much better than it does in the microwave. I, 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 I'm with you on that, and I'm proud of you for doing that. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but I always <laughs> think of you as anything biological you wait to the last second to do so like if, <laughs> if you're hungry yeah, you have to true. eat within the next 12 seconds or you're gonna die or yeah. if you had to go to the bathroom like get out of the way because tom has to go to the bathroom he's waited for some reason he's waited too long that now it's an emergency <laughs> yeah i i also like don't go to bed until i'm like falling asleep naturally wherever <laughs> i am <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I procrastinate uh, nature's nature's calls, maybe? Sure, yeah. Na- nature's call to hunger. Um, but I'm doing well, Tim. Thank you for asking, uh, even though I also had some burritos, but you don't hear me complaining about it. Boy, f- talk about first world problems. This guy's complaining about eating Chipotle. I'm not complaining. I'm, 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 I was preemptively kind of explaining why maybe uh, maybe I'm not going to be completely on my game this week. And what's the uh, Low, reason? Lowering expectations. What's the, what's reason, the reason every other last, week? Yeah, I get yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tim, I... I was ahead uh, of you on that one, though. <laughs> well, that you, you saw coming a mile away. Um, 
Uh, I'm doing well because uh, my body finally feels okay. I have been sore for the past few days because I did extensive toilet work this weekend on my toilet. No, and Tom, that, nobody wants and to hear about mean, this. No, that doesn't mean uh, pooping or anything like that. That's not what I mean when I say I did extensive toilet work. Because in the past uh, you've said that, and that is what it has meant. Right, but this time I'm not talking about that. Th- this time I'm talking about fixing my toilet. Doing and, some and, work on the old John. Yeah, and being sore, being so sore for days, uh, and thinking like, huh, well... It took it took a long time, but the toilet finally got its revenge on me for all the uh, yeah, hell I've put yeah, it uh, through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, I noticed this, Tom. A lot of people mm-hmm. noticed this uh, this past weekend. Uh huh. A bunch of us, like a uh, yeah. I didn't hang out because I had to fix the toilet. Tom, this is another thing you do. Uh, you're part of a group of, of mm-hmm. friends, and it's it's been a pandemic for a year, so what we do is often I'll meet up in the park and have a nice day in the park. You've rarely yeah. come to these, um, because I think you, like, you're you're thriving I'm... in, in quarantine, <laughs> right? You don't a little like, bit. You don't like <laughs> getting together with people and doing things? Look, if another coronavirus came around out of nowhere... Would I be sad that, you know, people were getting ill and dying from it? Yeah, of course. I don't want that to happen. But I've I've figured out how to do what I need to do uh, within within the, the confines of my yeah. apartment. You're getting very worried that this thing is winding down. I see you at night trying to catch <laughs> bats and, uh, <laughs> you know, squeezing the blood out of them, doing whatever you got to do. You're like, there's got to be there's got to be uh, another one in one in one of you suckers. Tim, the reason why I'm trying to catch bats has nothing to do with that, and I, I and I will say no more. So there was an see. email that was circulating. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was like, hey, we're we're going to the we're going to the park, Prospect Park, right near your your apartment. Yeah, um, I know. Anyway. I was there the weekend before. Yeah, and uh, you weren't not with us, not with you guys. No, I don't Me feel too. the need to to invite with my girlfriend and my dog. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and uh, so anyway, you usually just don't respond to the emails. So we at least mm-hmm. got a response. Yeah, because like, if I respond, then you bring it up on the podcast. Well, when you respond and say, we'd love to make it, but I have to fix my toilet today. And no, I didn't break it. That was it. It was like an hour after we all got there. We knew you weren't coming. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, it was kind of an urgent thing. And also, uh, along those lines, um, I, I specified, no, I didn't do anything to break it. And then my girlfriend was like, oh, cool, great. So now your friends all think I did something to break it. And I was like, all right, I'll follow up with an email saying, just to be clear, uh, my girlfriend didn't do anything to break it either. This was just a normal toilet problem that happens because of God. Um, but she didn't want me to, 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 didn't want me to call any more attention to it. So now I'm just talking about it on the podcast. So a bunch of strangers hear about it. That's fine. Um, literally none of our friends listen to this. So we're in the clear. Um, here's my philosophy on toilet repair, Tom. Mm-hmm. If it's not something that you can do 
in less than 20 or 25 minutes, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be doing it. A professional should be doing it. And well, thus, you should just go to the goddamn park with your friends and have a nice time. <laughs> oh, and just leave a strange plumber in my home? Rifle through all my things? Uh well, this was the problem is I always think it's going to be like 20, 25 minutes with any project I take on. And that's just never, ever, ever the case. Uh, so in this case, the problem with the toilet was the toilet was leaking out of the bottom. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily, it wasn't leaking any kind of uh, sewage. It was just like leaking as like the toilet sat there. You know how a toilet works with just water sitting in there. Mm-hmm. That's when it would leak. Um, so I had to take I had to take the whole goddamn toilet apart, Tim. Yeah, Have you, you ever should, taken a no. toilet apart? No, because that's not something that a civilian should do. It should be a licensed <laughs> plumber. It's wild, man. It's wild to like have to take all the water out of the toilet. And Wait, like yourself. Are you talking about the toilet tank? I'm talking about the whole goddamn toilet, the whole kit and caboodle, Tim. Okay. So I had to like take all the water out of the toilet with a cup because like you flush it, obviously, but you know, at a certain point it won't flush anymore and you just have to get all that other water mm-hmm. out. So that's real gross to do. <laughs> you turn the water um, off, I assume. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Okay. Uh I had to empty the tank as well. Um and then had to first unscrew the the bolts holding the toilet to the floor, mm-hmm. and then had to uh, break the seal. There's like a seal holding the toilet down. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm chiseling. You shouldn't, a- you shouldn't have done. This is a rental, Tom. You. I'm- you don't- <laughs> I'm chiseling away at it like Michelangelo himself working on the David. Uh, I finally get through all of that <laughs> stuff. The David. <laughs> Go on. I finally get through all that stuff. I broke two different screwdrivers using them as chisels. <laughs> you shouldn't um, have been doing this. Why didn't you get a chisel? I didn't have one. Believe me, I'll be ordering one shortly. Um, just in case this ever happens again. And then I, I finally, you know, break the toilet from its uh, uh, post, you know that at the bottom of a toilet, it's just a goddamn hole? <laughs> just a big hole. What, what, what did you think was down I mean, there, I Tom? guess I didn't really think about it, but it was just wild to look at it and be like, well, that's where everything goes. Um, I had a mask on, and then I also like covered up the hole because the hole just leads down to the sewers where the Ninja Turtles live, and it smelled mm-hmm. unbelievably bad. Um Actually, not unbelievably bad, appropriately bad. Yeah, I think you'd uh, yeah. So I, I'd believe it. <laughs> yeah, I took a big whip. And I was like, yeah, I'd buy that. <laughs> um, they had to get all this. Uh, I don't know why toilets do this. Toilets have wax. There's like wax holding it to the to the ground. Yeah, so it doesn't um, leak water out. Yeah, well, whoever did this did not do a good job. That's also the probably thing. the this, last guy that lived there who thought, uh, <laughs> "I don't need to go to the park today. I'll fix no, this." No, it's it's the people running the building. I get this whole thing apart. There's like duct tape holding this shit together, mm-hmm. which is why I didn't want them to do it. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 you do a much better job, I'm sure. I did do a better job. I got rid of all the wax. Getting rid of this wax was unbelievable. It's so much wax. It's like a pound of wax you have to, and it's so gross and sticky to everything. Uh, I hope there's a plumber listening that's going I, to uh, rip you a new one, Tom. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, the, the, so I replaced the wax one with a with a silicone uh, version that's supposed to work better. I think the problem happened, which I found out because I had plunged the toilet too many times. <laughs> so, so and you did I think break it. Broke, it. <laughs> I think it broke the seal. I just did it too many times. Plun- from from too many violent plungings. <laughs> yeah, too many urgent plungings. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, got all that set up and then it was just getting the toilet onto the two bolts again. Toilets are heavy. I don't know if yeah. you ever realize this, Tim, but they're heavy and they're mm-hmm. very awkward to hold. So like my, uh, my butt muscles have been sore appropriately. You're holding uh, it with your butt? No, but you're like squatting and like holding it while you're squatting to like try and line everything up. Mm-hmm. And then lower it and lift it and lower well, it. If you didn't it was, alienate all your friends, maybe somebody would have come over and helped you. I'm not going to have... No, nobody would come over and help me fix a toilet. They do what you're doing and be like, oh, get a professional instead of learning how to do it myself. <laughs> Tom, but I, I will bet you $5,000 that toilet breaks within two weeks. Okay, I'll take that bet. I mean, I don't trust you to report if it does. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, want to come over every two day, weeks. three times a day, <laughs> and check the status of your toilet. Okay, you can start using my toilet instead of your toilet. I mean, that'd and, be way more than three times a day. And, you know, I'll tell you, uh, you know how long this took me to fix. So you wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to, I, you know what, I might be able to fix it in the middle of the night if if this were going on. If there were a problem, but I'd have to trust that the problem happened in the middle of the night. Tim, you would know if if you won the bet. It's worth five thousand dollars to just come do every uh, every number one or number two in uh, in my toilet. Okay, the bet starts tomorrow. All right, Tim. Well, as you just heard, all this manliness. That I've been doing this past weekend, fixing a toilet. <laughs> hurting yourself all <laughs> Hurting myself on the toilet. Man, I had, to, I had to go sit down a few times because it's just like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> like I'm afraid. My, go ahead. My, my, my afterwards, like, you know, I got things like, you know, mostly cleaned up. But, uh, but I was like, all right, I want to like take a shower i've got like all the big stuff out of the way i want to take a shower and then i'll clean the rest like you know like a like i would normally clean the bathroom and like my legs were shaking from from being in this weird position for like an hour holding like a i don't know how much a toilet weighs 40 pounds maybe you're also just very out of shape we are oh yeah and that and that too yeah yeah, exactly. Like having done nothing and then holding a toilet in a weird position. How much does a toilet? How much? I'm gonna does say a toilet sixty-five cost? pounds. 
A hundred pounds? It wasn't a hundred pounds. It might have been. I'm Maybe pretty a strong. king's toilet. The average toilet is sixty to one hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah, the, your your New York City apartment no, I'm, toilet. I'm is... looking at my model here, Tim. Ninety four pounds. Your mo- what model is your toilet? I I believe it's a Toto Drake two. <laughs> what? You know what model toilet you have, Tom? Tim, I, I was staring at get, this thing for hours. I think people uh, have seen the uh, episode topic this week. Mm-hmm. Maybe tuning in for the first time. They hear us talking about toilet stuff and burritos, and now we're segueing into Man Cave. Do you think uh, they're going to think this is a total brocast? Maybe. Maybe that's the, the new direction. Maybe we're going to pivot to that. Pivot. Oh, should we talk about like supplements too? (laughs) No, we start talking about supplements once we have supplements to sell. And then we tell people, you know, we've tried all the other supplements and they were no good. So we set out to make our own. Did you ever take creatine, Tom? No, I've never taken creatine. Have you? No, I mean, (laughs) I've never, I've never lifted a weight in my life. Uh, I remember that being a thing, though, in like high school, like people started taking creatine to play high school sports. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be a, uh, a cognitive booster uh, nowadays as well. Really? So we'll we'll put it in our uh, uh, I think we'll uh, we'll call them TNT super pills. Yeah. And the logo will be a stick of dynamite. Ooh, like uh, TNT. Exactly. Yeah. We should uh, make but, our why why aren't why aren't we making our own pills? It's about time. <laughs> yeah, and unlike those other pills, we hand make ours at home. How many people do you think TNT's buy the Alex Jones pills? pills? How many people do you think buy the Alex Jones pills and think that he had a hand in developing them? Probably uh, a not insignificant portion of that audience right oh i'm sure all i mean i that's how he markets them i i believe like i made He's in these. the lab screaming yeah, and and you look at this guy and you would think like well i don't want to take whatever he's taking this guy's 42 years old and he looks like he's it, like hitting 60 wait is he 42 i think he is yeah yeah Alex he's like Jones? only a little older than us Wow. And so accomplished. <laughs> I mean, he's more accomplished than I us. I mean, you got to hand it to him. Like, I mean, the, the man uh, has accomplished no, a I'm lot. No, I'm sorry. He's 47. Okay. Few. So I, have, I still have time to achieve. Yeah. You've got a few more years. That he has. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about this week? Man caves. Man caves. Or she sheds. She sheds seashells by the seashore that's like another another thing nowadays that uh uh there the female version of a man cave is a she shed why does that need to have alliteration if a man cave doesn't why not just like a a woman cave (sighs) i don't know and also like a shed is a different thing like i assume a man cave is a basement that that's what not makes, always it's not always but i think more often than not that's that's what the cave element is and i, I also i always thought I it was also, more of a primal thing it's where a man can go and uh get in touch with his more masculine caveman roots yeah but i also think that it's normally in a basement 
Um, and I also think that that's because, you know, that's like an area of the home where uh, a man's partner would be more likely to be like, okay, yeah, I don't give a shit what you do down in the basement. That place <laughs> floods all the time. If you want to start building expensive things down there, it's fine. Now, it should be said, Tom, do you know anyone with a man cave? Not that I know of. I think we're not. All at my that... friends are women, though. <laughs> I mean, that a lot, a lot of them are. Um, yeah. I feel like you, you to to have a man cave, you need to have space. To, like yes, yeah. So like anyone that a we New know, York in New York City, City man cave. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. But like all of our suburban friends, I feel like haven't been like. A man cave, you want a man cave if you live with a woman that you hate. <laughs> I was going to say, all of our suburban friends don't hate their wives enough to build yeah. a man cave. Um, or if they feel like, um, uh, start to feel responsibility uh, crush you from all sides. Like, right. You know, this like, is like a, a place to retreat to. Yeah, like if you're if you're like uh, costs get out of control and like you up your 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 car payments are a little bit too much and your mortgage and then you got kids and then your then your mm-hmm. wife's and uh, it's just like I I need to get away otherwise I'll just lose my mind so just like right. poor planning or like I guess the poor planning of spending your life with someone that you hate sometimes you don't know you hate them until you've already screwed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so we both thought long and hard about that one. <laughs> so, anyway, I thought I had it made in the shade. It turns out in a couple of years, I'm going to be like, oh, no. Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing. Look, Tim, I'll be, I'll be honest here. Uh, and I don't care who knows it. I would love to have one of these. And I I have a, a a great relationship, but I still just want this. This is this is, and I feel dumb and basic for admitting it, but like this is my dream to one day have. Tom, I got news for you. Mm-hmm. You kind of lived in a man cave for a while. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Like I I I was, you know, uh, a swinging bachelor. I had, well, that's the thing, Tim. You're thinking of my bachelor pad, not oh, yeah. a man cave. Two different things, Tim. Right. So a lot of the same bachelor... elements, just different context. Well, but a lot of the elements in a bachelor pad are intended to seduce. <laughs> well, I don't. Then I then I question the fact that you ever lived in a bachelor pad. <laughs> Where is a man cave, Tim? It's like I'm not trying to seduce anybody. This is just for me and the boys. And the boy and and sometimes the boys. No girls allowed. I mean, it's it's just the adult version of you know when you're a kid and you have a clubhouse and no girls are allowed. Yeah. Would you ever? I don't. I don't think that people actually hang out. Do man caves get used? Because like, if if art like, if Jimmy called you up tomorrow, somebody mm-hmm. that you know in the suburbs, and was like, "Yeah, hey, I uh, finished the man cave. You want to come over and like watch the I game would... tomorrow?" I think I'd be like, "No, thank you." I'll, like, I'll well, come and like I... have dinner with you and your family, though. <laughs> I would be excited to see it. Like, I would definitely 
if if somebody I knew was like, I just finished my man cave, I'd be like, I'll be right over. I want to check it out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it'd be if at the end of that visit, if they were like, cool, and you'll come over every Sunday night from now on to hang out here. I'd be like, oh, I don't know about that. With the caveat, it depends on how cool it is. <laughs> if they have like a really cool thing, then I, you know. I might I might come over a lot. So you're saying like a if a bachelor pad is meant to draw uh, a, a partner in a, a sexual partner, then a man cave is meant to like attract friends. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, and I shouldn't mention that we are. I don't know. I, I think man caves are exclusive to people in relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Men in relationships and specifically men in heterosexual relationships, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't imagine that there are a lot of uh gay man caves. But maybe there are. I mean, there there could be, but but I just imagine it the trope of like a nagging wife who like decorates the house nicely and a guy's like no it should have like predator armor in a in a case when you come in so it's like this one corner of the house that a heterosexual man is allowed to like you can do whatever the fuck you want down there because nobody's ever gonna go there it's not gonna be aesthetically pleasing um to anybody except for i don't know that guy except for you yeah I think, uh, all right. I'm. I think I'm anti man cave in general. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I was doing some research, and there's some really sad ones. <laughs> uh-huh. And the saddest ones are the ones. Uh, it, there's two sad ones. It's the ones where they've really cheaped out on stuff, and it's yeah. like a t- pull out card table or something, mm-hmm. and like some old recliner. And then the other sad one is the one where it's like. You spent way too much money on this. <laughs> I think you put yourself into debt for this, and it wasn't worth it. Yeah, I've seen some man caves. Like I, I'll get into some of the more extreme ones that I've seen later. But, uh, but I've seen some just like really nice ones, uh, like online on YouTube. You know, of course, people love to give tours of them. Mm-hmm. And like really cool ones with like, <laughs> oh no, is this something that you've done like in the past before looking stuff up for here, watching man cave videos on YouTube? Yeah. Right. What do you mean? <laughs> Why Did they is get that recommended bad? with all the Joe Rogan videos that you watch? I mean, Joe Rogan pretty much broadcast from a man cave. They got recommended when I searched man cave, man cave tours. <laughs> um. No, I got interested in it just because, like, there's a much bigger culture now of, like, uh, people, because there aren't really in the U.S. uh, very many uh, video arcades anymore, Mm -hmm. uh, people buying old arcade machines and putting them in their houses. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's some people have probably built, like, some pretty cool things. And that's what led me to searching about it. But uh, I was going to say before that, I've definitely seen some tours of man caves where like they start upstairs and then go into the man cave and it's like, yo, the rest of your house looks like shit. <laughs> and and you've obviously spent like tens of thousands of dollars like on on coin up uh, or coin operated uh stand up arcade like original arcade machines. And like some of these it's like, oh no, you've got uh you know, like 
a Ridge Racer like you've got four sit down arcade games that are like tied together so you can race again like that had to have cost a goddamn fortune but then i'm looking at the rest of your house and it's like oh you need like a new refrigerator <laughs> yeah and i get it look life is short and uh do Play the hard. things you want to do and uh i'm not i'm not trying to shame anybody for like look if if you're really into having arcade cabinets Mm-hmm. Well, Do I it. thought you were. I thought you were going to say that the two types of man caves you've seen are like solo man caves, and then like I'm trying to create a hangout zone man cave because that's kind of what I've seen. Yeah, um, and it, and it makes sense if you don't have the room to make a you know a gigantic place to hang out, or if. You know, you're you're living with somebody else and they're like, uh, could you not take over half the house? Um, that totally makes sense. Uh, you know, and there are a lot of like low key ones where it's kind of like, oh, I built a home theater room. Right. Um, with with a big projection TV and some like really nice, you know, leather movie seats. Uh, and then I also have like a few little trinkets around or whatever, but it's still like, this is for the whole family to use, but it's my obsession. Yeah. I just, I think there's something wrong, like not wrong. I don't want to judge anybody, but I think there's something wrong for somebody who has a family to Mm -hmm. be like, I need the, like a lot of stuff because my <laughs> interests do not overlap at all with the people that I share this house with. And I need a place where I can go because I don't like anything else that anybody else I live with like. So I need this sanctuary here. It's like, well, then you fucked up. You fucked up your life. You shouldn't, well, you shouldn't I, be in this house. I think I I don't disagree with you. I do think that there are some man caves that are, I would say this too. There's two types of man cave. There's like the, uh, like, uh, I desperately want my childhood back man cave, which is what I would build. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, like, I want to be on the cover of cigar aficionado magazine <laughs> well, that's cool. one day. Yeah. <laughs> man cover and that one i think is like a little like you were saying like maybe you should reevaluate things if that's how you feel but i think some of the like i want to recapture my childhood it's also like i also want to be the coolest dad ever because i built an arcade in her home and the kids are gonna go bonkers i did see in fairness like a lot of these arcade uh uh man caves that people built with you know the 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 person's kids in there and like the kids are obviously like just living their best life having an arcade in their home yeah but then if they're like all right photo shoots over get out of here and never come back (laughs) yeah and don't don't touch the predator armor This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. Feeling your best starts with what you eat. Saqqara gives you the ability to not just eat healthy, but truly enjoy it. With chef-crafted, plant-rich meals that build a foundation for radiant health. Saqqara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients and are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. Tom, look at me. 
You're glowing. radiating. The menu of creative chef-crafted, ready-to-eat breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. That's all the meals, Tom. The menu changes weekly, so you'll never get bored. And it's delivered fresh to your door anywhere in the United States. And along with delicious plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. Experience the transformative power of plants with their best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. Made with organic raw cacao, Mm. it works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. Sakara has received rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, and the New York Times, and others, Tom, not just those three, other ones too. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide and enter guide 20 at checkout. That's sakara.com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Uh, sakara.com slash guide and enter the code guide20. Sakara, hey, get it. This week's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, connecting you in a safe and private online environment that's extremely convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely, thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide. Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to counselors located near you. Licensed professional counselors are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient, it's professional, and it's affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. We want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com guide. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash guide. Okay, Tim. I have, let me just first talk about uh, arcade games in a man cave. Okay. And of course, like, you know, having like a street, uh, street fighter to a Mortal Kombat or whatever, that's cool. But what do you, how do you feel about, I have like a few things. These are machines you would find in our, in an arcade, but not necessarily a video game. Okay. Um, Uh, I'm reserving judgment. Uh, first one, a pinball machine. Would you want a pinball machine in your man cave? Um, Yes. I like pinball. You know what my problem with a pinball machine is? Too loud? Number one, too loud. <laughs> uh, number two, I feel like I'd get tired of like the ramps and stuff. Like, uh, well, I think uh, the cool thing about pinball is like 
the variety of when you walk into a place, it's like, oh, they got the Kiss pinball machine. Or yeah. Like, oh, cool. They got the Pulp Fiction pinball machine. It's like, mm-hmm. I think it might get stale day after day. But don't you, uh, I secretly harbor dreams of like having a pinball machine and just being like amazingly good at it. To what end? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's not ever going to get me anything. Even if somebody comes over and is like, look at that high score, they'd be like, neat, wow. <laughs> All right. Want to watch me I'd... play pinball? Like, I'll watch people play video games, but I, I'm never so bored. I'm never as bored as I am when I, when I have to like wait my turn in pinball. Yeah, I mean, we grew up with uh, uh, a good friend of ours, Dan, uh, had a pinball machine when we were like teenagers in his house. He had a, a, a Bucky or a Bullwinkle. Oh, yeah. And Rocky, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky yeah. and Bullwinkle. <laughs> um, uh, arcade machine. And like his whole family was very good at it. But I don't ever remember being impressed by that. <laughs> I think I just <laughs> remember thinking like, yeah, of course they're good at it. They have, This is theirs. It's in their yeah. uh, like den. I'm always a little bit sad, too, when I see people doing the moves where like they uh where they hit the, the, the pinball machine a little bit and they know exactly how much, how hard they can hit it without getting a tilt. It tilt. It's yeah. like, hey, you spent too much time with it. You should have been reading a book or like <laughs> You spent too much something. time. Uh, what about air hockey? Air hockey, uh, 100%. I think that's Also should, very that loud and annoying. Um, yeah. But it is no fun. Balance. It's, just like, it's a very fun game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pool table. Billiards you need too much space for it, and too many people yeah. think they're they're. I don't like the attitude that people have to have to <laughs> put on. Yeah, exactly around, around a pool table. I think like I don't know. There was a, there was a time in like our early twenties, right? Like I feel like mm-hmm. everybody, everybody in our generation, in in the suburbs, kind of like adopted yeah. this kind of like. All right, maybe maybe pool shark is in my yeah, cards. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll be a pool guy. Yeah, and like I'll be a billiards man. And I I feel like so much of it is just posturing and stuff, and and I don't like it. People with with their own cues that they're uh, that yeah they're screwing together. Mm-hmm. I don't like that culture. Yeah, um, you're right about needing a lot of room. Like I've even been to bars that have pool tables where it's like, yeah, there's enough room for the pool table. <laughs> Did you forget that people also have to extend like huge sticks out behind them while they're doing this? And there shouldn't be a wall there when they have to do that. Um, I think if I knocked all the walls down in my apartment and took out all the furniture, I would have enough room to put a pool table in. <laughs> So you're considering it is what yeah. I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, what about a, a coin-operated basketball hoop? Those are fun, right? Those are fun. They're fun for a minute. Yeah, I mean, they're also, again, the type of thing where if you get good at it, it's like, cool, you know this ball's like heavier than a regulation ball and smaller, and that hoop is smaller and closer than a regulation hoop. So it's like this is not only not transferable, but I bet if you went and tried to shoot on a regulation hoop, you wouldn't you would miss horrifically. Yeah. And it's just like if you sat there and put a hat uh, in the <laughs> same place. In, in the room and just spent like hours a day 
throwing playing cards into it. You get really good at throwing playing cards into that hat in that exact spot from the spot. But like, if somebody, if you were like, hey, somebody else, come over here, watch, I'll show you how good I came at this specific distance with this specific hat and cards, <laughs> yeah. they'd be like, cool, so you've been doing that a lot? Yeah. <laughs> Can you do it with my hat? No. <laughs> You want to come over to my house and do it? Nah, it's I just can't. different. The lighting the has to be in the a same. different place. Um, the la- well, I also have on here darts and ping pong, but I feel like those are more like rec room type things. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to go more like claw machine. Oh, well, I'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Look, I'm just doing like the the like reasonable machines that people might have in their home. And like okay. lots of people have, you know, to to get a dartboard in your house, you could do that tomorrow if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh no matter, you know, pretty much no matter where you are, you could fit a dartboard. Now to get one of those like dartboards that automatically keep score and everything. Sure, that's a bigger uh investment. Got to go to the sharper image for that. Yeah. And same thing with like a ping pong table like you can get a cheap ping pong table. Uh, it's mostly just you need the room to play ping pong. Like, yeah. I, you know, I know a ton of people like growing up that had ping pong tables in their garage or whatever. Because um, you can also not a ton, but a few because you can easily set it up and take it and tear it back down where it's not taking up a tremendous mm-hmm. amount of room like a pool table would. Um, but what about a foosball table? Again, our group of friends got very much into foosball. Yeah, because Dan had a foosball table, too. Yeah, and I, I never got on the foosball train, and I just hated how much foosball was played constantly. And yeah. everybody got really good at foosball, and great. But like <laughs> now none of us are playing foosball anymore, and it's a level playing field yet again. Yeah, it's a it's a frustrating game. Like, there's a very steep learning curve to foosball. I feel like. Yeah, once I to, once I was told you can't just spin the guys around. I was like, Yeah, all right, I'm out. It, it's a very like any. It's easy to pick up. Anyone can play foosball, but uh, learning how to like pass and stuff and like actually defend. Yeah, it, it gets uh, complicated fast. Or not complicated. It's just you have to put a lot of time into it. Yeah. Uh, I had like even putting time into things. I guess is, <laughs> is the takeaway from this. I hadn't the even point. thought about a cl- a claw machine, but that'd be pretty cool. You got to keep it stocked. Well, yeah, and then it's like you know, and then if you have friends over and they're like, oh, "I want a teddy bear," you have to be like, "Cool," you know, you don't actually get to keep that. It's yeah. mine. To what put would it back. what would a cool man cave like? What would be in the claw machine? It wouldn't be like teddy bears. It would be rolled up uh, penthouses with a Ooh. rubber band around them. Yeah. I yeah. Again though, like having a having a claw machine where it's like, well, I already own everything in the claw machine, and even if I get really good at it. Every yeah. claw machine's different and and can be calibrated differently, so it's not really a transferable skill. Again, it might just weaken your your overall skills at the game. Yeah, you know, you you could also put like a Van Wilder DVD in there. <laughs> 
in its case, of course, it'd be too hard to just pick yeah. up the DVD. Yeah, no, maybe like the deluxe version that comes in like a, a box case. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it has like or... a shot glass with it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the like party university edition of Van Wilder. Well, so along those lines, Tim, how important do you think a bar is to a man cave? And now we somewhat recently talked about how having like a, a basement bar or a den bar, uh, like people in uh, in the 60s, it seemed like it was a lot more prevalent. Yeah, and that's cool. I think yeah. that's very cool. I think man caves mostly just have like, here's, here's it has its own refrigerator, a mini <laughs> fridge that like I can keep my beer in. Yeah. Because my well, wife but... says I drink too much, so I have to put the beer in a different... <laughs> Well, I I saw some that have I think there's a fine line because I I you know was looking at pictures doing my research <laughs> my my research for this show is usually looking at pictures um <laughs> and a lot of these uh there were some that were really cool and then there were some bars that were like I don't know like really big where it's like that's like a well stocked big bar that I would expect to see if I went to an actual bar. And then I thought like, well, is that what you want? You want to build a man cave and then have to be a bartender all night? Somebody might uh, like that. I think, you know, especially someone with a high stress job, but likes to, uh, yeah. likes to achieve, spend things. their money. Yeah. And, and also likes to achieve things. I think it's kind of like, uh, all right, well, this is a, a, a low stress way and I can I can still be where you know these people that are always working, you know? But yeah, it's like yeah. there's a low stress type of work because uh, at the end of the night everybody's had their drinks and they go home. Yeah. I'm not like investing millions yeah. of dollars into somebody that you know, for somebody that could have me murdered if I screw this up. <laughs> right. Um Yeah, I guess like having a I'm also thinking like having a real big bar means you're going to have like 20 people over at once. But I guess you could have a real big bar and just have like five of your friends hanging out. Mm. And then it would probably feel cool. Because That's how I've I seen... like being in real big bars. When it's exactly. Still, nobody's in there. Because, you know, I've seen some of these where it's like, you know, they have like a bar and it's big enough for like two or three stools. And, uh, you know, that's cool, but it's like, eh, probably like three people don't want to sit crowded <laughs> against each other at this bar. And like, you've got to have the stools cause that makes it feel like a bar, but yeah. uh, in a man cave, you need a buffer zone, bro. Hey, exactly. Tim. Otherwise, we in a your bar, wife, would you sit right next to me like this, bro? Your, bro. your wife might come down and be like, what the hell? I want a divorce. <laughs> I, I married this man under an illusion. Mm hmm. Now, Tim, what do you think about having a collection of action figures in your man cave? Um, to play with? No, not to, of course not to play with, Tim. To look at behind glass. I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. I never really played with... Uh, I wasn't much of an action figure kid. I was more of a puppet kid, as we've established. <laughs> well, well, what about a man cave with a puppet theater? Uh, maybe. You don't yeah. want to perform. You just want to look at them. I mean, I don't. I don't feel the need to relive my childhood because <laughs> I don't feel the need to like pick up puppets. 
Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like if somebody built a man cave and they had their friends over, it's like, yeah, man, you know, you come to my man cave, we're going to relive our childhoods. And then he got down there and it was like, check out all these building blocks. (laughs) (laughs) I got so many stuffed animals. It's crazy. Sidewalk chalk. We're going to (laughs) play. You'd be pretty disappointed. Yeah. It's like, well, no, I want to relive when I was 10, not when I was four. There needs to be some some IP involved here. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've seen a few. So I think having like a home theater is kind of a different thing. Right. I'm jealous of these rich Hollywood folk that uh, have uh, a screening room in their house. Yeah, we have a friend that went to George Lucas's house once. And got to why got to go to his screening room to watch the George Lucas episode of A and E's biography. Uh, <laughs> That's the lamest thing to watch with George Lucas. It was his episode. Uh, it was the George Lucas episode of A and E biography, and this person did not disclose to George Lucas. I, I won't go into too many details of how they were at George Lucas's house, but did not disclose to George Lucas that growing up, they were the most insane Star Wars fan I know. And I'm just thinking, like, he could have at any time probably been like, hey, George, can we put on, like, uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back? He'd probably be like, oh, yeah, I have a pristine 35 millimeter print. <laughs> I'm sure he had like reels of stuff that like has never been seen by anybody. Yeah. Then he would have been like, oh, yeah, do you want to see like the camera tests for uh, Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or some extra scenes that I yeah. cut and nobody knows about any of that. But he <laughs> instead had to watch an early version of uh of the so it probably still had like time code on it and stuff. Well, that's pretty cool. Any biography, everybody's favorite show. But like, I mean, maybe maybe there are pictures of this online. I've never looked. Although I again, I do look the at the George lot of pictures Lucas any biography. There's probably no, pictures no, of it of of what his um uh home theater looked like because this is a guy behind like thx and stuff Mm -hmm. his home theater is probably bigger and nicer than any movie theater we've ever (laughs) been to yeah and i don't i don't even need that kind of thing in my home theater Um, right i just feel like you know you like yeah i don't know you see pictures of like pat oswalt's house or something Mm-hmm. And it's just a couple rows of like co- of the new comfortable stadium right. uh, or yeah, yeah. theater seating recliners. Yeah, and then just a, a big screen there and and a nice sound system. And I guess the thing I'm jealous of, like you could turn stuff up really loud and your neighbors wouldn't bang on the walls. But that's not something I could do here. Well, and I think also just having like a, a windowless room that you could mm-hmm. do that in. Tom, you love windowless rooms. You're always <laughs> you're always doing so much. Well, that's a weird thing. Like them. other otherwise in a home, if you know they're showing you a home and they're like, "Oh, here's this windowless bedroom," you'd be like, "Well, what the fuck are we going to use that for? That's you know like a jail cell. You need at least one tiny window in a room." Tom, when we so, were roommates in our early twenties, mm-hmm. the living room of our uh, shared four bedroom apartment. Didn't have any yeah, windows it was windowless. in it. Why didn't we set up a theater in there? What were we thinking? I don't know. And especially because 
there was like one time my light bulb like burnt out in the middle of the night and I had to like go into the kitchen to see if we had more. And with all the doors closed and my light not working, it was absolutely pitch black. Like could not we could have started anything. a fun haunted house in there too. Yeah. Um, some extra scratch. But yeah, if you if you just have a room in your house where you can darken the whole place and not worry about how loud it is, um, that's awesome. Because then then you really are getting, I, I feel like something very close to the movie theater experience. That yeah. that's such a big part of the ex- people always talk about like uh, like oh seeing movies with other people. That's what it is, and it's like eh, part of it. The big part is just that it's completely black. There's no distractions and the sound is loud and and the bass is heavy and stuff. Yeah. If you have this space, this windowless, lightless, um, soundless room, uh, make a theater. Don't lure neighborhood teens there and murder them. Yeah. If, if you I'm take talking nothing- to you, Tom. Oh, I was going to say, if people take nothing else away from this episode, that should be it. Yeah, no, I'm pleading with you. I saw a pi- one of the pictures I looked at online, you know, with like a, a movie theater in a man cave, the um, uh, still on the movie screen was uh, Forrest Gump in front of the Washington Monument delivering his speech. Cool. And Very I was just cool. thinking, like, oh, is this, like, what the pin... Like, man, I wish I had a room in my house where I could get away from my wife and just watch Forrest <laughs> Gump. <laughs> like, I would have I would have preferred, like, an over-the-top, like, uh, scene from Rambo 3 or something. Yeah. It, it just seemed like a weird uh, choice to me. Not bad. I mean, great movie. Yeah. Um, what do you think about in a man cave having uh, a separate entrance? I, I, <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I think having a separate entrance would be cool because then your friends can come and go. That's true. I mean, is, is the premise of a man cave like, look, this is shit my wife doesn't want me to do. Um, I don't want, I don't like, it, it seems like uh a separate entrance implies like illicit things are going to happen there or like no, there's some level th- of sneaking around. I'm just thinking it's the type of thing where like, look, you can come by at any, you know, one o'clock in the morning. You don't have to worry about like waking up my family, you know, <laughs> why, why, why you want people to come around at one o'clock in the morning and, you know, just come Who's around the coming back to your man cave, Tom. Come around the back, peek in the door, see if you see me wiping the bar down. Maybe working a late night. You can come in. No. I guess my my, my dream is just to uh, be a bartender at a bar where I pay for everything. <laughs> and, and my friends come sometimes late yeah. at night. And there's Batman figurines. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if like I had... A if if let's say I was very rich and I had a very big house and a, a big man cave and it had a separate entrance and I was like Tim I'll tell you what you're a good friend you can put your hand up to the hand scanner yeah it has a hand scanner and that will let you in and you can just come hang out here anytime and then it's like maybe one night I'll just be like maybe I'll go down to my bar and hey there's Tim hanging out 
So, in this scenario, I'm just going to go there, and if nobody's in, in there, scenario, I'm still just going to hang around? Yeah, maybe. And I'll come what down do there, there, and I'll be like, oh, hey, Tim's here. And you'll be like, oh, I'm getting a divorce. <laughs> that's why you're there. And then I'm like, oh, that's not what I had planned for this, Tim. <laughs> I can't imagine any other scenario in which I would just go and <laughs> yeah. sit alone in your man cave. <laughs> Unless I had nowhere else to go. After 10 years of invites, you finally come to my man cave by yourself. You're like, yeah, I got bad news. (laughs) My wife changed the locks. (laughs) All my stuff is on the front lawn. Tim, uh, we've got a few minutes left. I want to talk about some extreme man caves. (laughs) And I want to get... I want to get to... You really run with this, Tom. yeah, you're giddy. You're yeah. uh, you're so excited. Uh, you've been talking a mile a minute. We got to get you into a man cave before it's too late. <laughs> get me into a man cave and wall up the entrance. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's what. Well, that's I'm what saying. I meant. Well, do you have? Uh, I apologize for for potentially uh, just no. It's okay. I think, you. I think your your passion for the subject. Uh, eclipses any of the the notes i took any of the kind of <laughs> look i feel like i've been too negative about man cave. if you have a man cave and you're listening look more invite power me over to you. invite tom over um i saw this guy and i guess you could i mean <laughs> so i have two examples where it's like i don't know if these are man caves or just things insane people have done um i saw a video today i believe it was on the verge um of a guy who built a train car in his basement a one-to-one a one-to-one replica of a uh via canadian train which is basically like i I believe like a commuter train or or maybe like a the amtrak equivalent okay um he built it in his basement it's nuts and so basically, you ju- it's a regular looking home, and then you open up a door where it's like, oh, what is that, a closet? And you walk down steps, and it looks like, it doesn't look like a train platform. It looks like a regular home floor, <laughs> but that a train has pulled up. And um, he, you know, was able to salvage a lot of stuff from like a real train car. Um, it's not full size, but it's probably like half size. Um and you know it's it's like a hundred percent authentic, and he just goes in there and hangs out. You know what he does in there. <laughs> the only, the only, because I was like, "What is he doing here?" And he's you like, know well, what he does in there." Instead of the bathroom, he put yeah, I know. a he, <laughs> he put a uh, like a record room for like records and stuff. And he's like, yeah, sometimes I go in here, I listen to records. He's like, to be honest, a lot of times I just come in here and I listen to train sounds. Okay. I mean, who am I to judge? You know, yeah. Who... Well, and the thing was, I'm watching this. I'm like, I don't know. It'd be cool if he had like, you know, a big TV, a projector in here. You could like watch movies. And it's like, yeah, but then that would take away from the fact that it's a train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's really stuck there. He likes any... being on the train. Yeah. Uh, the other the other one, there's a dude, very, very similar situation, completely normal looking suburban home. You open up one door and it leads to a basement. 
where he has built like a replica of a small slice of Disneyland. Okay. I'm always offended when people are really into Disneyland. It's like Disney World is bigger and better, guys. (laughs) Well, and similarly, this is like kind of useless because it's not like... (laughs) No, you don't say. (laughs) Well, it's not like, oh, and I've got like rides down here and stuff. It's like I've turned my basement into like what you would see standing in line outside of a ride at Disneyland. And there's not really anything to do down here except like look at everything. Uh, But that's what I've spent, you know, like the last decade of my life, uh, you know, uh, pouring over schematics and like you know finding little bits and pieces of either authentic stuff or stuff close enough i guess not everything needs to have a useful purpose like i I think most things in like a suburban home probably do i bet like other people in his home could probably think of like better uses for that space i don't know but like let's say they they put a piano there instead and he's like i'm Mm -hmm. gonna learn how to play the piano but like as a hobby and i'm not gonna go out and like perform ever i just want to i want to learn how to do this for for me and i want to know how to play these songs um you know, how is that any different than like, oh, I want to, to make an exact replica of this part of Disneyland and, you know, nobody will ever see it or take any joy from it. But uh, <laughs> the process of doing it was was well, was nice I was going to say that that's probably that's what I'm missing here is that both these people spent years and years and that's what it was. It was the process of making it that right. that appealed to them, I think. And the satisfaction of a job well done. Yeah. And then if they subscribe to the Buddhist philosophy, you tear it all down. Yep. Before anyone can even see it finished. Yeah, exactly. It's not about that. Um, I also saw some some other extreme man caves, Tim, (laughs) that included things like a bowling lane. Okay. That's cool. I mean, that's... If you had enough room for a bowling, you know, not an entire alley, but like a lane or two. Yeah, why not? Mm -hmm. That'd be fun as heck. So Richard Nixon Um, thought, and he just did it. He's like, I got a big basement. Yeah, I got a big basement in the White House. I'm going to make that into the bank. That's crazy. Nowadays, if the president put a bowling alley in in the, they'd be like, come on, man. You got work to do. Uh, but other people have done stuff like, uh, I know Obama built, uh, like, a. I don't think it was a full basketball court, just a half basketball court. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Trump did something weird too. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember what it was, but I mean, like people do spend money, uh, built and also like. I don't know. Nixon did that in like uh, the seventies or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's when like bowling was like the the thing. Like that probably imp- improved his approval rating because they're like, ah, he's a bowler. He's a he's he's not so tricky after all. <laughs> uh, rock climbing wall. Some people build rock climbing That's walls. Cool. Well, I mean that also to me kind of goes against the man cave. It's like this is a place for sloth. Not a place. <laughs> yeah, not, I mean, not a place for physical activity. Maybe I don't know. 
Do people have ever have like weights and stuff in their in their bin? That see, Tim, that's a gym. Some people there there are <laughs> oh right 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 right. <laughs> there are man caves. I forgot there's the word least, for gym for a second. <laughs> there's at least at least one man cave that has a boxing ring in it. That's I mean, cool. that's pretty. He settles cool. scores there, yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> settles scores. You, you, somebody cuts you off, and you're like, "Follow me to my home." No, <laughs> We're gonna I'm box. just saying, like, if you really want your friends to come out, hang out, and it's like, uh, you know, Tim's mad at Tom because Tom never comes out uh, to, to the park hangouts, uh, right? And it's like, all right, you guys fight it out. Yeah, get your aggression right. out. Get it all out, and then then we can then we can move on. I would probably be like Tim if you have a big enough man cave that you have a full regulation boxing ring. Why are why are you suggesting we go hang out in the park, you asshole? Let's hang out at a, your house. There's a fucking pandemic, Tom. That's why. Well, but it oh, but it's uh, but we can box. That's fine. I mean, oh, the, we would do like a mandatory quarantine. For yeah, two exactly. Weeks. Quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> take it take uh multiple covid tests and then box mm-hmm. i i would beat the hell out of you in boxing i'd beat the snot out of you yeah you would <laughs> you're bigger than me <laughs> um and then perhaps the ultimate thing you could have in a man cave a urinal <laughs> i quit why what why to piss in, man? <laughs> is it a problem to, to pee in a real toilet? But isn't it nicer to pee in a urinal? I don't. I I, I never really thought about it. it it's probably uh, conserves water. Yeah, it definitely does, Sim. It's for the environment. That's why. That's I why want you're doing. Most man caves are built to to be uh, green, eco conscious. It's better to pee straight out than straight down. All right. <laughs> Put it on my grave. Put it on my tombstone. I'm not gonna. Ta- I, I haven't given much thought to it, but you seem to have have done the work here. So, well, and in a man cave, you don't have to worry about anybody looking at your wiener. You can stand as far back from it I as mean, you want. Depends on how many people are in the man cave with you. That's true. Is yeah, is the but urinal you have... like in the middle of all the action? There is <laughs> no, it, next, is like it a... next to the air hockey table. No, you would have a room. You would have a bathroom down there, and one of the <laughs> things you would have is a urinal. And a regular toilet? And a regular toilet, yeah, for number two. And Wouldn't for you women. be afraid that when you were in there, somebody would come and uh, use the other toilet while you were using the urinal? Look, Tim, nobody's going to be coming to this place. It's just going to be me in there. If somebody comes in and they see my wiener, I'll just be happy that somebody's there. I don't think we really learned anything this week what we learned a lot tim i got through so much jesus i don't know what do you expect you want me to talk about different themes you can have for man caves no like an no, old, no like an me. old ship's captain quarters <laughs> or how cool, about actually. this for a theme just rock and roll <laughs> all right all right i like these themes i'm coming around on man caves <laughs> If you like the show, you can find out more at TCGTE.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at TCGTE. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. 
If you want to support the show, check out our sponsors this week. Also check out patreon.com slash complete guide for books, the podcast and more our secondary feed of weekly shows uh, every Friday, new shows uh, this week. We were read last week. We did another Q and a in a month. We're doing Tim and Ty- Tim and Tom get high as heck <laughs> as heck. I didn't yeah. sign on for getting that high, Tom. Uh, and this week, uh, Tim's got a new book to read. What book um, are you reading? <laughs> a really cool uh, man caves getting high and reading A Wrinkle in Time by Madeline Look, Langle. Tim, we're Renaissance men. Well, one of the themes, I, I just copied and pasted this uh, like, big list of themes. <laughs> One of the themes right below Hollywood, which like, you know, that's a fine theme. I wouldn't do <laughs> that, it, but I understand it. Like, it. Uh, oh, there's it's a picture a, of John Wayne and a picture of Mad, uh, Marilyn Monroe getting her skirt blown up. Look, it's not what I would do, but it's an understandable theme. The one below it is Florida. Hey, people <laughs> like Florida. I don't know, just to have a Florida is a big state with a lot of different things going on in it. Yeah, but you know what it would be. Like uh what? Like mm. ocean? Yeah. Like dude, beach themed? Tacky shit. But I feel like just be like, every, oh, it's a beach every week theme. on the show I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> alienate a different state. state. Last week it was Massachusetts. This <laughs> week it's Florida. <laughs> down on their luck, they're down, the downtrodden population of Massachusetts. The tacky, the tacky population of, of Florida. Yeah, 48 more states to go. And you insult New York every week just by living there. It's tough. Tough shit, Tom. All right, we'll see you next week. Forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.